Would that be the Dara McLean? That is With yours. With the perfect song for this morning. Yours forever. Good Ooh. morning. It's Rise and Stein, David and Leanna. Thank you so much to Mary, who is just saying, I want to I wanna provide meals for million meals. And for these kids in Africa and Kenya and the Dominican Republic, where Corey and Pastor Michael and... Uh, Pastor Don's daughter, Jordan, they're down there right now bringing serve meals <laughs> to the orphanages in the Dominican Republic. Thank you, Mary, and thank you, everybody that has supported with clothing, mm-hmm. supported mm-hmm. with finances. Ray is teaching on Pentecost today. We just had the countdown to the wedding. All of these are posted at the Victory and Reisenstein Facebook pages, so you're not going to miss a thing. Don't don't worry about writing it down if you're driving. Yeah. Here we go, part three, titled? It's called Voices and Fire. Okay. And as you like to say, it's a tapestry. It is. <laughs> if you will. So when you look at the Old Testament to New Testament, God is trying to communicate something. He was trying to get them ready. So when Pentecost came at the time of Jesus, that was the culmination of everything that he was doing. Now, unfortunately, as time goes by, we we... I guess it's good and bad. We have this wonderful many, many translations of the Bible, but most of them all have the same issue. Sometimes we get into a traditional mode. We Some things are just so beautiful, and we, we leave them a certain way. A lot of King's, King James language is probably not the best language, but it just absolutely sums up uh, a statement. And, mm-hmm. you know, you memorize it, and it gets in your heart. And so... And as a result of that, sometimes I don't think translators go back in and, and really examine a thought. So that's one issue. I usually don't pick on translations. But the other issue is when you're translating something from one language to another language, you know, there is no such thing as I've just got it perfect. Because mm-hmm. you, you have options. If I say I love you, you know, to translate that, I've got to know something about this love to even know which word to use. Right. And so you don't always have that information, so you you just pick one of those because you're you're putting it in another language. So it can be a little complicated. And some of it's, I guess, in a fun sort of way. Just to give you an example, in Revelation, Jesus is talking to the Apostle John. They're in heaven, and he says, I, uh, what you would know as I am the Alpha and the Omega. So... What's odd about that, of course, Greek was the language of the day, so it wasn't odd that it was written in Greek, and it wasn't odd that since it was written in Greek, they used the Greek alphabet. But you have a Jewish guy talking to a Jewish guy who spoke Aramaic, and now they're in heaven speaking Greek to each other. (laughs) And the problem is, it it misses the whole point. You put that into Hebrew, and the, the first letter, alpha and omega is A and Z, if you will, like in English. If you put that in the Hebrew, it's the whole story who God is. Right. It sums up the first and last. It's a picture, story, word, mm. numbers. It's just, it's full. It's beautiful. Whereas if it's the A to Z or alpha to omega, it means absolutely right. nothing. So, but you can't do anything about that because you're trying to translate it into a language. So that's a little introduction just to say, this is one of those little picky points that I think we miss in this verse going in Exodus 20, when the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain and smoke, they trembled with fear. So in, he- in Hebrew, the thunder and lightning in this passage literally reads voices and fire, basically. Torches, mm-hmm. fire, light, something like that. So voices and fire. So voices was translated thunders because voices, they said they saw that. And so, obviously, when the translator is trying to figure that out, why is he seeing uh, thunder? 
he's hearing, it's got to be something he's hearing. And so it they, but that's not the word for thunder. Likewise, mm-hmm. it's, the other word is not the word for lightning. So the, the bigger part of this, too, is that word that should have been voices is plural. Mm-hmm. So what the people heard was one God, but many voices were languages. Mm-hmm. So as God is declaring these Ten Commandments, as he's speaking to the people, everyone heard what would be the Torah in a way that they could understand it in the language that they spoke. They are all Jews, but in verse 38, it says it's a mixed multitude. Mm-hmm. They speak lots of languages. So God is declaring from the mountain the Ten Commandments in all of their languages, wow. and they're hearing mm-hmm. it in their languages. And it's interesting because even though we've kept our translation the way it is, if you go look in the Jewish, look at that verse, that's their that's their take on right. it. Is it's God, one he's one God, but it's many voices or languages. And so they're the ones that unpack that. In Acts chapter two, what happens two thousand or fifteen hundred years after that, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, suddenly a sound like the blowing of a, a violent wind, think mm-hmm. what thunder there, or voices if you will. Um, came from heaven, filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Mm-hmm. So you got a, a large fire coming out here of some sort, coming down from heaven, divided and covered each one of them. Mm-hmm. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So you have right here the voices and the torches again. Mm-hmm. And the, the significance of that is one came on Mount Sinai, they're on Mount Zion, and it happens exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. So if you, you go with the wrong translation or the wrong concept there, you miss exactly what God is doing. Now there was staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews of every nation in heaven. They heard this sound. A crowd came together in bewilderment because each heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it each of, them, uh, each of us hears them in our native language? So you got to think they've been doing this and they've been talking about this for 1,500 years of what happened on this day, this very day, 1,500 years ago. And here it happens again in a very unique way. And Peter or, uh, says, following the, the prophet of Joel, afterwards I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I'll pour out my spirit in those days. Show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire, billows of smoke, sun will be turned to darkness, moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. But then he stops there, which is interesting because the next verse, Joel explains why Peter actually picked that verse. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he skipped it, but uh, it says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved for Mm -hmm. on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be deliverance as the Lord has said, even among the survivors who the Lord calls. So God even told them, I'm going to do this again, Hmm. but not here on Sinai. This will be done on Mount Zion. Mm. And so here they stand, having heard that scripture their whole lives. Mm -hmm. And as if that's not enough, Isaiah chapter 2, in the last days on the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills and all nations will stream to it. Many people will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, thank the law of the Lord, so that we walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So now the spirit and the law would now both go forth from Zion, written on the hearts of men, not on stones. So a massive change here. So 
two things happen. You got a mixed multitude at, at Sinai, mixed multitude in Zion. Voices and torches seen on, on Sinai. Uh, everyone heard in their own language could understand it on Mount Zion. The in the desert, they rebelled, of course. Moses came down pretty mad and told the Levites, kill anybody who's not going to follow. Mm -hmm. And they killed 3,000. And that day after Peter preaches, 3,000 are saved. So you have such a, a significant thing that no one could ever miss it. And so those are the kind of moments he's wanting us to get so that we don't lose this mm -hmm. day, this celebration, right. which comes up this Saturday, actually, technically. But he wants us to learn how to, to walk in marriage with him, how to walk on a day-to-day -day basis. And this is why we come to celebrate this. Mm. Powerful stuff. Uh, where could I find this? Well, you can go to blog.victory915.com, or you can go to the Risenstein or Victory Facebook pages, and it'll all be posted. All of the teaching today and at the end of the day, Ray's teaching notes. Pentecost here at Risenstein, a very special Study Your Spouse mm -hmm. Thursday. With 28 years' experience.